0: Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Tuning Into Faith with yours truly, Nisha Samson. Trust everyone safe, healthy, well, and indoors. On this episode, I'm going to talk to you about a very beautiful story I read yesterday. By the way, it was my father's birth anniversary yesterday, and if he was alive, he would have been 72. So naturally, being a particular day, I thought of him more than I would think of him on any other normal day. And as I was thinking of him, I came across a beautiful article online that essentially just got me, okay? The headline reads, Woman texts dead father's phone for years and gets a response from a stranger. And this said so much to me, so, so very much, that just when I happen to be thinking about my father, I come across this article that reaffirms that we can communicate with people who've passed that they are our guardian angels once they pass and i want to tell you a little bit about this article and why it's so 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 important to me so this woman that we're talking about is called is chastity peterson and she's all of 23. it has been four years since her father passed and ever since he passed she would send him text messages every morning and every evening giving him an update about her life her triumphs, her struggles what she goes through basically just bearing her heart out to him or to that particular number and one day on the night before his fourth death anniversary she sent the number a text message saying hey dad it's me tomorrow is going to be a tough day again and she followed that with a long text message talking about her father's passing, informing him about her graduating college, telling her father that she'd beaten cancer. And suddenly, after four years of texting that number and getting no response, she got a response. The response came in from a man named Brad And he mentioned, and this is where it gets so touching, that he lost his own daughter in 2014 in a car crash. That loss almost killed him, but what kept him alive were the messages that chastity had been sending to that number. And when Brad responded, to chastity's message. This is what he said. Hi, sweetheart. I am not your father, but I have been getting all your messages for the past four years. I look forward to your morning messages and your nightly updates. My name is Brad, and I lost my daughter in a car wreck in August 2014, and your messages kept me alive. When you text me, I know it's a message from God. I'm sorry you lost someone so close to you, but I have listened to you over the years and I have watched you grow and go through more than anyone has ever gone through before. I have wanted to text you back for years, but I didn't want to break your heart. You are an extraordinary woman and I wish my daughter would have become the woman you are. Thank you for your everyday updates. You remind me that there is a God and it wasn't his fault that my little girl is gone. He goes on to tell her that I'm very proud of you. Chastity received the messages, read them, and needless to say, she was shocked. She shared that message on Facebook. Seeing the response from Brad was a sign that everything is okay and that her father is at peace. Guys, death is a passing, but it's not the end. It's definitely not the end. I spoke about this in my last episode, and in case you haven't heard it, I urge you to go and listen to it Because it explains death, passing, the life of our souls, which is eternal and infinite, so, so, so beautifully. And when I read this article, it went on to prove that my father messaged me from beyond and said to me, Hey, I'm right here. Because I happened to be thinking about him at that point. And when I went online, this was the first article I saw. And again, this article is about a daughter mourning the loss of her father. And at the other end, you have Brad, who is a father who is mourning the loss of his daughter, but who only reaffirms that there is a God, of course, that the souls of the people we love and the people who've passed are with us. And that all we need to do is just reach out, reach out in faith, reach out in love. And while they may not converse with us like the way we converse with each other, they do send us messages via signs, via, you know, animals, via people, via numbers, via. The internet, they do send us messages. And to me, this beautiful article goes on to prove that the universe keeps love alive through two complete strangers who were both mourning their own losses. Both had gotten to a point where they needed to talk to someone who would understand that loss. And death is a very personal happenstance to each of us. You know, when we lose someone we love so dearly, when we lose a parent, when we lose, you know, people who we care about, people who we love, when we lose our grandparents, each of us will deal with it differently, obviously, because each of us are made differently. Each of us are at different parts in our lives. Each of us are at different points in our spiritual journey and so we deal with it differently but the one common thing that doesn't change is the fact that no matter how understanding we are no matter how advanced we are on a spiritual journey we still grieve that remains common we still grieve we will still mourn the loss in spite of knowing that our families, our loved ones, their souls are in a better place and ever so often all we need really is to maybe talk to someone or vent to someone who will understand that grief and who will understand that pain. I remember when my father passed. Of course, there were a lot of people coming home for condolence visits in the immediate aftermath of his passing, and out of everyone who came and visited us at home, I appreciated one particularly friend, one particular friend completely and totally because all she did was she came she sat next to me, she held my hand, and she said, "Nish, I have." Nothing to say. I'm not going to pretend that I understand because I don't. I'm here just to hold your hand. And that meant the world to me. That meant the world to me then. That means the world to me even now. So grief is is a process. It's It's, it's a process that each of us go through, that each of us deal with differently. And this case that I just spoke to you about shows so beautifully that two strangers who were in two different parts of, of the city connected through death and somehow kept each other alive through those messages. For chastity, it was a knowing deep within her soul that somehow her father was getting the messages and even though her father crossed, he he did receive the messages. And I do believe that Brad's response to chastity was chastity's father reaffirming to chastity that he's right there. He's right there watching over her. He's right there with her. And he's right there holding her hand even though she may not Feel it in the 3D physical world. But that is where love is. Love takes on a purer, more infinite form in the spiritual realm. And that's where her father is at. And that's the affirmation she got through Brad. And of course, Chastity did her bit for Brad by giving Brad hope through those messages and by keeping Brad alive because of her messages. Let this story sink in and think about how beautiful, how beautifully the universe has worked in ways that we can't even imagine. This is what I call magic. This is what I call the beauty of of the universe. This is what I call miracles, miracles that we possibly see every day, but we don't really take notice of. And given that I read this story when I was thinking about my father, I'm so sure that this was my father's way of telling me that he is right here with me. And this is the universe affirming that it is indeed magical and that we're all connected in ways we can't even imagine. None of us will ever know how kindness, love and giving reaches people when they need it the most. So put it out there. You will never know who you're helping. And yes, I feel my father's spirit now more than ever. I know he's loving me, guiding me, protecting me. It's a sense of trust and knowing so beautiful that I can't possibly put any words to it. It's there, it's absolute, and it's as pure as the sun that rises every day, as certain as the air we breathe. In fact, I feel the presence of all my family members who've passed, A family who've passed become our protectors and guides when they cross over. Open your heart. Open your soul. And listen. Speak to them. Pray to them. And you will feel them. As mentioned in my previous episode, if you want to understand the progression of our souls from this life to the next one, please read The Journey of Souls. And after you finish the journey, please read The Destiny of Souls. The book has beautiful knowledge about how our souls heal once they've crossed over. Both books have been authored by Michael Newton, and both books put life, passing, and the afterlife into perspective. And while you're at it, read The Light Between Us and Signs, the Secret Language of the Universe, both authored by Laurel and Jackson. Again, both these books reaffirm that our loved ones are with us at all times, sending us messages, communicating with us. All we need to do is really look deep within our hearts, deep within our souls, believe completely and reach out to them. And they're there, they're there giving us spiritual hugs, reaffirming that everything is the way it's meant to be. Remember guys, love is eternal and our souls are all pure divine love. Just open your heart and listen with complete, unwavering faith. And that is where you will see the light that is within us, the light that is between us, the light that binds us together and the love that keeps us all alive. I'm gonna read a poem I wrote. It's called Indescribable. And I wrote it after my father passed. So I hope you enjoy it. It has a lot of my soul and a lot of my heart in it. And this is how it goes. Time, mankind's wily bedfellow fortified her spirit. She saw pain, felt it, embraced it. She ambled on, step by step, along a path that bruised. Her soul hurt, but it brought with it redemption. This path led her to spiritual oneness with pain. She watched carefree birds fly over the calm ocean. She closed her eyes and went through her journey. Her entire being was leaden she had not the strength to go forward she was where she was and yet in a way she was moving far far away from everything familiar feelings that once comforted her now hurt emotions that once overwhelmed were now raw belief in the future that once strengthened her weakened her very will Hope in everything she held dear was a weight that crushed. Joy she experienced with just a glance she wanted to forget. Her toes played with tiny grains of sand. She looked out at the deep mass of ocean. She felt her tears. Little salty droplets. Each drop had a heart-wrenching story. When they flowed, one painful moment blended into the next. Her mind was laughing at the magnanimity of it all. Her heart was numb. Her soul was floating somewhere. Her knotted gut choked her. Not enough. She was still breathing arduous, painful breaths. Her soul yearned for any semblance of peace. Her heart cried out for calm. And still, still, behind her smile lay her pain. Behind her laughter lay her ocean of tears. Behind her face lay the unfathomable trauma of separation. Broken she was, crushed she lay. Nothingness enveloped her. She was her own sanctuary now. Sometimes the very memories that warmed could kill. She just lay. Numbness. And then slowly, ever so slowly, her heart was healing. She noticed her soul was growing wings again. She heard the song in her spirit. She found freedom. The feelings that once crushed her were now healing her. She looked within, discovered the essence of her very being, which is love. Her love now fortified her with strength. Her love allowed her to heal. Her love emptied her, but also helped her understand that she had now space to fill. Her love shattered her, but also helped put her together. She smiled as fresh breeze caressed her cheeks, played with her hair. Birds still sang. Silence still found its way to her in all that chaos. The universe gave her a healing embrace, and the sun kissed her, and her soul was healed. And her soul flew and her soul realized that the love each of us share is infinite. This is something I wrote. Obviously it came when I was in pain, but it also goes to prove that love heals all Love conquers all, and death is just a phase, it's not the end, it is very often the beginning of beginnings of beginnings of beginnings. And yes, while chastity and while I don't have our fathers in the 3D, in the physical realm, we have our fathers in a pure, spiritual realm, in a realm where I can reach out to him at any point and I know he is with me, I know his soul is with me and if there's anything you take from this podcast today guys, let it be this, that life is always the beginning of beginnings of beginnings of beginnings, death is a part of life it's a phase and yes it's painful and yes we grieve but that soul in there that soul in our bodies that soul is eternal and that soul that strength of spirit is what takes us forward that beautiful soul is what helps us believe that beautiful soul is what helps us connect with the people who've passed and who've crossed and all of us every single person on this earth has the ability to connect with and to reach out to people who've crossed over. Just look within. Just believe. And your signs will be in front of you. The signs are always there. All that we need to do is accept them. Is recognize them. So if you take anything, take this. That this is the beginning of beginnings of beginnings of beginnings. Thank you for tuning in today, guys. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay indoors. Until you hear from me next week, stay well.